Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Wallet Wisdom, a podcast presented by Lake Michigan Credit Union. If you're new to the podcast or have been listening for a while now, Wallet Wisdom is designed around breaking down the ins and outs of financial aspects, as well as help bring answers to some of banking's more confusing or complex questions. I'm one of your hosts, Brett, sharing the mic, my super fun and multi-talented co-host, Lo. Hey, hey. How do you do? Good. I feel like we just did a podcast. It's exciting that we get to do another. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Hey, and um, running the board today. He's back. The best button pusher this side <laughs> of the Mississippi, producer Matt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> How you doing, bro? Doing good, man. Doing good. We're glad you're back. And uh, we are, uh, we're really grateful that we didn't have to run the board. And yes, it was hopefully for listeners. If you caught our last podcast, it wasn't too bad. I think it was decent. I think we made you it did through. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always good when we have the experts. We're, we're happy to have you back. That's, that's for right. Sure. We for sure. It. I'm for really sure. glad to be back with you guys. Yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. Well, Hey, uh, we are also super excited. Uh, as always, we've got a great podcast uh, in store for everyone joining us today. We have the very friendly and custom. Customer first minded Taylor Melcher. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Good. Excellent. Well, Taylor's on the show today to help kind of uh, share with us and break down um, just some perspectives when it comes to whether you're engaged or newly married on how you can kind of start navigating those finances now as a couple. And uh, we're excited to uh, kind of break this down. I think it's an important topic. It's a very interesting topic. Yeah. And it's one that I think we get a lot of questions about. Right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Well, and they say, you know, in couples, one of the, the hardest conversations, both communication and uh, talking about finances. And yeah. then where to go for dinner. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you want to eat? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Where do you want to go? <laughs> what are you in the mood for? Right. <laughs> but uh, before we get started, uh, Taylor, I'd love to hear just a little bit more about you and for yeah. listeners to kind of get a chance to know a little bit about your backstory here at LMCU and, uh, um, you know, what you're doing for us and, and where, where all those fun things happen. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started with LMCU. I just had my two-year anniversary. So that was super exciting in June. Um, So I started out in, I'm on the Lakeshore region still. So I started out at a branch in Holland, just started as a taller one, just kind of learning the ropes of LMCU. Um, And then I've been working my way up with different positions in the retail development side of things. So um, again, started as a teller, moved our way up to head teller. And then I'm currently a member service representative at the Robbins Road branch. That's awesome. Yeah. And for, for those listeners that may not uh, be members yet, or even if they are members, they may not know, what is the MSR role? Yeah. So the member service representative is responsible instead of like the day-to-day transactions, deposits, things like that. We do a little bit more of the long-term transactions, I would kind of describe it as. So auto loans, credit cards, home equities, new accounts, account maintenance when members come in and have questions about their accounts, things like that. We're responsible for all of that. Oh, that's cool. I think people get confused a lot of times at other financial institutions. They might be called loan officers. They might be called just... Uh, the desk. The desk. We hear that a yeah. lot. We will sometimes be like, go sit with someone at the desk. Yep. That's that's your role. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. And and then just as another example, I think for listeners to realize that we are all about that customer experience mm-hmm. from the moment Absolutely. you walk through the doors, whether you're greeted by someone at the teller line or getting a chance to sit down with you. Uh, you know, there's just that whole uh, holistic approach. Yeah. That's absolutely. Really cool. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um, 
I'd love to just kind of jump right in. I think there's a lot that we can kind of discuss and um, kind of unearth, if you will, on what kinds of um, perspectives, I guess, that we should really be considering, especially those couples that are ready to, uh, you know, make that ultimate commitment and get married. Um, you know, you start out with your own, you know, finances, you've had your own accounts and loans and all the rest. Now let's bring it all together. What's yours yeah. is mine, the good, <laughs> bad, and the ugly. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, so I think there's, there's definitely, um, a lot of different, uh, ways to go about doing this. Absolutely. And, and I think what's also important for listeners is, um, you know, you really got to still evaluate what's going to be best for you and your dynamic with your, your partner. And I think that when you hear some of the things that hopefully you can have some new perspectives and, um, understand a little bit more of, you know, benefits and pros and cons. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I guess, you know, let's kind of, uh, just get started with, you know, where, where should a couple getting married start, uh, when discussing their, their current finances, you know, here they've got their own now, where, where do you start? Yeah. So um, I feel like it's a little bit backwards of what most people might think, but I actually think starting with the smaller things day to day, checking accounts, savings accounts, those things, once you can get those smaller items when it comes to finances agreed upon and you can figure out exactly how you want your day to day finances to look, it's going to make it a lot easier to tackle the big subjects because you know you already agree on the little things. So now once you can tackle the big things, it's just going to make it easier trying to move forward, making compromises, all those different things. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Are we seeing a lot of people share an account? Do they put each other on there? Or are we still talking separate bank accounts? What does that look like? I feel like it depends on the couple. I think mostly what I am seeing is couples are coming and adding each other. If nothing else, for whatever reason, people are a little bit more aware that when you don't have anyone on your account, if anything happens to you, mm-hmm. then your money yeah. goes to places the very you don't want least, it to do. Right. Yes. At the very least, yep. put them as beneficiaries. Yes. Yep. So if something happens, they get it. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I definitely feel like we're seeing a lot more joint bank accounts than we used to. This sounds silly, but it was kind of a taboo. Like, don't add your boyfriend until you guys get married. But mm. I feel like a lot of couples are doing that nowadays, just sure. kind of taking that initial step that at least they're on each other's accounts. And mm-hmm. then they kind of take steps forward from there. So is there a difference, I guess, between opening an account like together and say adding someone as like a beneficiary, right? There's someone yeah. that's on your account, I guess you've yep. got your own, but you didn't open it with them. Is there a difference right. there? There is. So when you open an account jointly, you both have ownership in that account. So a joint owner can do withdrawals, deposits, all of that kind of stuff. They can be on loans with the primary. So they could do a joint auto loan or joint credit card, things like that. Um, a beneficiary, they only get the funds if anything happens to the primary. So they can't okay. actually conduct transactions only on the account. Only if they die. Only if they die. Let's yeah. just pull yeah, let's that just right out. out of there. They have That's to die. Right. It doesn't mean they get injured. Yeah. Like, right. they have to I try not be to deceased. say that to my older members, but, <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're just going to pull yeah. the bandit off here. <laughs> Absolutely. So beneficiary, yeah. they would at least receive the funds if anything happened. But a joint owner, they can actually conduct transactions. It's partially their account as well. Nice. Now, one thing I had a lot of members when I was in the branches say is like, well, I get my three percent on my max checking the current rate yeah um what does why why do i need to open them another one because they're not going to get anything what does that what's the kind of fun thing about that so i definitely think it helps to have an account in each person's name one because there are certain restrictions even though it's a joint account there are restrictions like joint owners can't do certain things. They have a lot of power, but they can't do other things. So it is nice to be able to have each of their own primary accounts. They can each have their own set 
of max checking accounts then because you can have one per social security number. So regardless of if they earn interest or not, it's just a good thing to have a checking account. It's a free checking account anyway. So why not just, you know, try and use that. And if you can meet the requirements for it, that's awesome. Um, But again, things like auto loans, credit cards, that if they ever did need their own, they can't do that under the primary's name. So it's just beneficial for each of them to have their own account, but also beneficial to be joint on each other's accounts. Mm. Nice. Nice. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I think, you know, as we kind of continue to think about, you know, for couples, you know, you brought up a good point, you know, in the past, maybe it was discouraged to add your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think as we continue to look at, um, just in general, the behaviors of our, our culture and all the rest, it's become a little bit different, you know, yeah. people's lifestyle choices and how their relationship dynamics look are very different and, and, and may not look as quote unquote traditional as, you know, years mm, before, Absolutely. but, you know, to still be able to help educate and, and bring that perspective in. I think there's a lot of pros and cons, like you just kind of described. Yeah. Um, so I guess, is there, is there an option then to say, okay, I've got my account. My wife has her account. Do you just come in and you say, Hey, I want to join these two and make a joint or open a joint specifically for the two of us, even though we have separate. Yeah. So that's definitely up to the member for their preference. They could just add each other to their current accounts sure, because there are certain perks with LMCU that the longer you've had your account open, things like that, that it's definitely beneficial to keep those longer accounts open and active but they could also open a completely joint account if they each want separate accounts where they're not on each other's. It still gives them a sense of independence. Sure. But then to bring together a joint account, then you also have a sense of togetherness. So I feel like it's completely dependent on how the couple really likes to have their finances divided out. Yeah. Now, I have a friend that's getting married in September and she asked me, she's like, you know, when we open our account, we want to get an auto loan. Yeah. But I know that my credit's not so good. And mm-hmm. she's like, I've done some things in the past and it's yeah. not great. Now, if they have a joint account, do they both have to be on that loan? So they don't necessarily, but the joint owner cannot take out a loan in the primary's name. So that's, again, where it could be beneficial sure. for each of them to have an account. So let's say... Sally is on Joe's account. She can't go take out the auto loan in Joe's name. So that's why it'd be beneficial then for her to have her own account. Or if they do both want to be on the auto loan, then they can both be on it. And it's just in both of their names. And then it can stay on that account that they're joint on together. Perfect. That's cool. Yeah. So what I'm getting at, I think you're hearing is that there's a lot of great options, whichever way you kind of go about it. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, understanding there's privileges to being the owner of the account and then also what it means to be a joint user on that account. Yeah, absolutely. LMCU offers so many options for members too. So no matter what a couple prefers to do or how they're working together to try and, you know, combine everything, Lake Mission Credit Union has so many options to be able to do that, that no matter what a couple wants to do, we should be able to accommodate that pretty easily. Nice. Nice. Um, you know, and I guess lastly on this kind of topic of like accounts and all the rest like that in the unforeseen, you know, case where unfortunately something didn't work out and they were joint, is there uh, an easy process, I guess, to go, um, go through to remove someone say that you added as a joint, um, account user. And now you may want to revoke that if you will. Absolutely. So when you're primary on an account, You've got a couple options. You could just close the account. So let's say that the joint owner is not being so cooperative and they're not willing to remove themselves. You could just close the account altogether. 
Otherwise, all it takes is a signature, and then the joint owner can remove themselves. A okay. primary member can't remove a joint owner without their authorization. Sure. So if they come in, if the joint owner is willing to come in and remove themselves, they can do it that way. Super easy. We just need a signature on a form in the branch. Otherwise, again, if the circumstance isn't so great and they won't sign a form, then the primary owner can, in that case, just close the account and open a new account where they are the only ones on there. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, too, uh, you know, I guess we were talking about beneficiaries. Can sure. you change beneficiaries at different points and yeah. all the rest a lot Absolutely. easier probably? Yeah, at any time. Nice. The primary Daily, owner, if you want. Yes, exactly. As long as you're, you're willing to keep signing today, the form. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Again, just a signature. So if they're willing to keep signing, we're willing to keep updating that for them. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so I guess um, when we're thinking about this you know, new venture together this exciting, uh, you know, stage in life where now we're coming together as one, you know, we have the perspective of two incomes now starting to come into the equation. Are there some budgeting tips that you might have uh, when it comes to, you know, managing those finances as like a couple and, you know, now that you've got, you know, two different incomes, how you're going to budget and what that looks like? Right. For sure. I definitely think my biggest piece of advice is finding what works for the couple, not one, not the other. Um, there's obviously lots of great budgeting programs and, you know, other podcasts, things like that, that you can definitely learn from to budget and how to do that. But unless it's going to work for both of you, nobody's yeah. going to stick to it. Because the person who doesn't like the budget's not going to stick with it. <laughs> and then the person who does like the budget's going to be mad at the person not sticking to the budget. So yeah. it's definitely something that you need to find kind of middle ground and what does work for you. Some people really love cash envelopes. Like Mission Credit Union offers subshares, which is great for budgeting. That's personally how my husband and I budget. Digital so, envelopes, yes, right? <laughs> so much more convenient. So yeah. it definitely works for both of us, but that might not be work. what works for Lo and her husband or for sure. Brett, you. So it's nice that... You just need to find the middle ground of what works for both of you. Yeah. Now, is there a way, I I know personally that it's hard to keep track when two people are running cards out of the same account. Yeah. Like, how do we keep track of, oh, my husband ran something, so now the budget's going to change or whatever. Is there yeah. a good, easy hey, way to see things like that? Why is it to be like the that? husband that ran? <laughs> I, well, because I have a husband. Sorry. Your, your significant <laughs> other, your partner, we'll call it. It's sure. great. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for keeping me no, in line. I love shopping, so whatever I'm, it I'm might feeling look more like, guilt The person that. that you might kind of like. Yeah, I don't there you know. go. Um, I feel like there's a couple options. Logging into online banking. We have that mobile app. I think I log in like eight times a day, especially now that we've got like facial recognition and everything. It's so easy to just log in, check your balances, check your history. I do know that a lot of my members, I also will recommend we have e-alerts in online mm -hmm. banking. So that's something that members can go in and they can set up like if they do want to know every time a debit card is wrong, <laughs> they can go, okay, set up this e-alert and they're going to get a text each time somebody spends on that checking account. Yeah. Um, my husband and I personally each have, we've got like our max checking for our mortgage, all that kind of stuff, but we have separate checking accounts. So I have a free checking account. He has a free checking account. And we just know that we maintain our personal checking accounts sure. and then we've got our joint account. So um, that's the other nice thing with LMCU is you can rename subshares, you can rename checking accounts. So they make it again, lots of options to figure out whether it's logging into online banking, e-alerts, separate accounts. There's lots that members can do to keep an eye on what that debit card or credit card transaction is looking yeah. like. Yeah. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think there's so many different areas of budgeting that I think 
require a little bit more understanding. Like you said, there's Absolutely. there's podcasts like Wallet Wisdom that you're listening to right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of other uh, podcasts. But you know, if if they're not looking to uh, necessarily listen to something together or whatever, uh, what options are there even in our own you know LMCU branches? Yeah. So maybe it's a, a you know. An, a couple that's engaged, they're ready to, you know, tie the knot, but they wanted to sit down and hear a little bit or learn a little bit, have that dialogue, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, are, are there options for, you know, people to stop into the branch or? Absolutely. So that's what, that's what the main purpose of, that's why I'm here. That's why I come to the branches every day. And I'm so happy to sit with members and we've got people that want to come in and just talk through and they want help with their checkbooks or they want help with dividing things out just to see what it might look like trying things out for a week, come back in to see us. We try something else. That's what we're here for. We're here for our members. Lake Michigan Credit Union also now has the budgeting tool on the app um, yeah. that I know that they really have put a lot of work into. It's and so smart so, too. It's, it's so scary. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so don't look there if you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> How much money on food? Like, yeah. Hmm. Right. So, and that's so convenient being right in online banking. Members can come in, we can talk about it. They can pull that up while we're talking. So that's what we're there for in the branch. We're there to help them, support them. So if they have questions, they can come in anytime. That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, and and also you recently have been married, if I'm not mistaken, right? I have, yeah. So you're kind of an expert in this right now, <laughs> <Yes>. especially. Uh, <laughs> when did you guys tie the knot? We tied the knot in September of 2020. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Sort of the height of COVID. It was fantastic. Oh, right? <laughs> Big party. You know uh, it, Tons right? of people. No, probably not. Did you get a blinged out mask at least? That's I didn't cool. have, my venue didn't make me wear a mask. Okay. So okay. I was good. Yep. Social good. distance and mm-hmm. it was an outside venue, beautiful sure. day. So we didn't. Oh, uh, Good. We didn't have to wear masks, good. thank goodness. That's but, great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, with that in, you know, kind of the back of your head and being a little bit fresh in that, you know, sure. what were some of, I guess, your experiences when you and your husband were, you know, getting ready to get married and talk through the, your finances, especially when it comes to budgeting? Did one or the other have a little <laughs> bit more knowledge than the other? And you... Yes. Do you hear me giggling? <laughs> yeah. So they say there's always a spender and a saver, right? Yeah. And goodness gracious, if that's not the most true thing I've ever heard. So <laughs> I will save all day long. Like I... I like to see my bank account grow. Like I want to see that and love my husband. If he hears this, he might hurt me, but he is a spender. He's not really going to hurt her. I feel like I know. (laughs) No, he won't. He might not be too thrilled that I said this on the podcast, but um, he is the spender, but he also has a job where he needs tools and all these things. So I don't quite have that same situation, but it's definitely something that we I struggled with when we first combined accounts because mm-hmm. he was spending things and I was used to saving. And so it took us a few months to really get a grip on that's when we sat down and made a budget and said, okay, you need your own tool fund because he sure. spends so much money on tools. And so um, then it becomes one of those things where it's like, okay, we're budgeting for this. It's okay. It makes sense. It's not yeah. just a random purchase. And so it took us a lot of time, even though we had been on each other's accounts, we hadn't sure. combined everything. And so we needed to be able to be able to talk to each other about it and calmly, yeah. you know, work through the budgeting. And so again, once we got that day to day taken care of, we've been looking at getting a new house. And there's so many things that come that after you can work through the little items. Sure. Then it just makes everything so much more sweet when you're looking at the bigger ticket items. For sure. And so. I, I know speaking from I'm the spender. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling uh, the same. <laughs> My husband may or may not have sent me a picture of our doorstep with like 12 Amazon boxes. (laughs) We're buying a house. So it's, it's, it's you have to, yes, exactly. Anyways, but, uh, 
from the spender, you know, it's weird to have someone holding you accountable to that. Yeah. And I know personally, we've been married for almost 11 years and I now know like, hey, if we're going to make a payment of for something over a hundred dollars, that's when we check in with one another. Yeah. And so setting that guideline of mm-hmm. where, you know, do I have to check in with you to get a pack of gum? Like, <laughs> right. what does this yeah. look like? Cause at first Absolutely. it felt a little extreme. So yeah. I, I personally would recommend to people, Hey, you know, have that discussion. What's our threshold where we yep. need to check in with one another? Absolutely. Yeah. And I almost would say, and correct me if you guys think differently too, but <laughs> I, I think when you look at it, especially for listeners that are just about ready to get married and they're not sure about a joint account and they're like, well, you know, I've been living independently my whole life and I've got my own stuff and I can manage this and all the rest. And now there's another person that's kind of either a holding you accountable or you might be holding them accountable. Right. Um, And, and for the person that is feeling like, you know, I'm I'm speaking from my own experience as the spender, Mm -hmm. like, why do you need to know everything? It can come across to some people as like, I don't want to feel like I'm controlled. Right. Right. But I think for listeners um, to just evaluate the situation a little bit more and see maybe a slightly different perspective that I eventually got to um, over a few years, uh, my wife and I are celebrating, I think, oh my gosh, 13 years, 14, 13, something like that. (laughs) Um, But I think what I've learned the most is it's not about control. It's about accountability. It's about expectations that are being set well right so that you've got people when you're you know coming into that um, relationship and the joint account you're just setting appropriate expectations yeah. yeah because when you don't communicate about it then you don't know if one person's expectation is a different you know set versus another right. and you just lose perspective if you're not communicating those out because once you set them i feel like you really can 100 you don't feel like you're under any kind of control because you yep. you've had that dialogue, yeah. right? And That's why the key just, was that my husband now checks in with me at a purchase over a hundred dollars. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm yeah. looking at this That's and right. that makes me feel so right. much better. That's why it's just finding that compromise. Like I'm a saver. He's a spender. Yeah. It's not about, no, you can't spend anything. And it's not about me. You have to save everything. It's finding that middle ground. We actually do something very similar to low is if there's a bigger ticket item that we know would either have to come out of a different type of account or things yeah. like that. Like we'll check in and it's just about the communication of making sure that we're both on the same page and yeah. finding that middle ground that works for both of us. Yeah, man, this yeah. is our special edition of wedded wallet wisdom. That's right. Ooh, there you go. That's right. You know, Wedding we're now bells. at marriage counseling. <laughs> <Yeah>. Love <laughs> and marriage. Um, <laughs> well, I think lastly, and we can touch just briefly on it. Cause I think the bigger perspective for a lot of couples is a lot of the budgeting, the accounts, but I think there is still a component when we look about um, housing and, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe you've been renting an apartment for a while. Now you're getting married and you're maybe ready to start looking at what the next step would be from, you know, should we continue to live in our apartment together? Should we look at buying a home? You know, all do those we have aspects. a down payment. Like what, yeah. how do we get a down payment? Right, yeah. right. Exactly. So, um, I, mean, I guess what would be some tips or advice that you might have when it comes to, you know, just thinking about housing and that living scenario? Yeah. I think a big thing Lo just touched on is a down payment. So lenders still want to see a down payment. Something that I found out when I went through the home process of buying my first home um, was that 20% is not needed anymore. So I feel like that's a big thing for young couples. For myself, I bought my first home before I got married to my husband. And so it was one of those things that you're kind of panicking because you're like, mm-hmm. how am I going to come up with 20%? 
because the 20% down payment doesn't include your closing costs and things like that. Mm -hmm. There's still funds on top of your down payment. Yeah. And so it's really awesome to see that lenders are doing a little bit more advertising like Lake Michigan Credit Union. I think we do as low as like 3% down and then you've got closing costs and you don't need your traditional 20% down anymore. And that's a big thing. Like for my parents, they didn't know that because again, they're coming from generations that you did need 20% down. Sure. And so it's nice to know that there's options, but also making sure you're ready for home ownership because, hey, you've got your monthly payment. So maybe you pay rent and you're like, oh, that's a breeze. No problem. But what happens when the furnace goes out or Mm -hmm. your air conditioning unit goes out or your roof spills everywhere? Uh So you have to be able to make sure that you've got a balance between being able to afford your monthly payment, but also making sure you've got some sort of a security yeah. Fun to say day. that if anything, yeah, yeah. If anything happens yeah. to your home, it's now your responsibility, not a landlord's or an apartment complex is like it's on you. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's a big thing that I came into. I'm like, oh, I can afford this monthly payment, no problem. And then some things happened, and you're what about like, those incidentals. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, sure. that was definitely something that I didn't feel like was talked about as much when I was looking at buying a home. So for no, sure, that's a good that's a good thought to yeah. have in the back of your head and figuring that component out for yeah. sure. Yeah. No doubt. There's somebody listening right now. Never step foot in a LMCU branch. What do you tell them? They're about to get married. They're stepping into this long-term relationship. What's your pitch for them? Oh man. <laughs> My pitch is, this is so cliche, but it's communication. Like mm-hmm. if it means that we need to come act as a marriage counselor <laughs> and you need to come see us and let's have this talk together. Barbers, bartenders, and banking professionals. Those are the people you tell everything <laughs> yes. to. That's right. The that three is so Bs. true. <laughs> yes. We hear so much about our members' lives and we're so happy to hear it. But yeah. I mean, we are here to support you. So whatever we can do, if it's walking you through programs we offer, budgeting tools, if it's us being a listening ear, drawing up numbers for you, like we are here for you 110%. And while there might only be one tailor, there are a lot of people in the same position at every branch. There's at least two most of the time, hopefully, um, barring illnesses. But yeah, yeah, they're ready and waiting for you, right? I can honestly say that all of the member service representatives and tellers, everybody within LMCU culture is just so happy to help. So mm-hmm. no matter who you end up talking to, if it's even a teller that's giving you some advice, yeah, anybody and everybody has your best interest at heart. Personalized service at its yeah. best. I love it. I love it. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for some of the insights into our, uh, you know, growing member base and, and even listeners that are, you know, ready to tie the knot or making that decision. Uh, I think, you know, you brought up some really great points and, you know, again, for listeners, if you're looking to catch up on some of the uh, other topics that might be important to listen to as a couple, we have a lot of great episodes in our library that um, touch on exactly what you were saying, Taylor, on some of the, the debunking of myths around mortgage payments and and what that looks like and how to get your first time home. And um, so there's a lot of different content out there for you guys. Um, Of course, stop into a branch, check us out online. You can also schedule an appointment right on our uh, mobile app and online. So a lot of ways to connect with us and uh, we'd love to help. So yeah, please come in. Yeah. Well, I am excited to transition over to our next part of the show. It is what we call are you smarter than the show trivia? Are you I'm smarter, nervous. Taylor? I'm nervous. Are you smarter? You just have to be smarter I... than Brett, and that's really easy. So very, very easy. We'll, we'll find out. That is so true. <laughs> yes, we will find out because I have 
selected some really great questions for you guys. So Brett was awesome. the champion last time we played okay. this. All right. Last episode we weren't able to play because we had a special uh, episode for right. our listeners, but you get to I'm help ready. us bring it back. That's so right. the winner gets to eat take the fifty dollars that's in the the pot and actually we have a hundred dollars today will oh. be for a hundred so wow. the great thing is there is no loser here if you don't win taylor you then just give your fifty dollars to brett and we'll roll it over to the next right okay. in my pocket yep i'm Beautiful. just kidding not really not but, in my pocket <laughs> but if you win you get to choose a um lmcu sponsored organization i love mm-hmm. it to Non-profit. donate that money to awesome yeah love it. It's Super a lot fun. Of fun. Yeah. There's no losers. That's Absolutely. right. Only winning. Yeah. <laughs> Only winning. Um, and then overall, just rules. Um, after Low reads the question, we will uh, just buzz in with our name. Okay. So first to, to do that. And then there is, of course, the option for the steal. So if you get right. it wrong, or let's be honest, when I get it wrong, <laughs> you'll have the opportunity to steal. I so. love it. Right. Just, just let Brett answer first every right. time. And then I can think about it for a second. Because yeah. uh-huh. then you get an answer. Like, yeah. I know what out the answer is. That's right. Yeah. Best out of three. <laughs> Alrighty. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. And I'm you're going to buzz in using your name. It might get a little aggressive. Sorry, guys. I'm a little competitive. <laughs> you don't need to shout. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm practicing. All right. You ready? <laughs> yes. The candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, rope. And what else are the six weapons in a standard game of Clue? Candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, rope. What are we missing? One more time through the list? Yes. Candlestick, lead pipe, knife, revolver, rope. Oh my goodness. I don't. You got to throw something out there, folks. I don't know. I was going to say gun, but that's the revolver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, do you want to give it a go? Yeah. yeah. I'm stumped. I haven't uh, played that game in a while. I, I know. Either. I know. It's the wrench, y'all. The oh. wrench. Let's be honest. I wouldn't have got it, but I. it makes sense. Now. It does make sense. It yeah. fits in with the theme. Yeah. All right. Let's try to find something else that won't make you guys be stumped. <laughs> All right, here we go. Which British girl group had a member by the name of Mel B? Brett. Spice Girls. Yes! Point for Brett. Let me just defend myself in my manhood for just a moment. No, you don't need to. Just tell me what you want, what you really, really want. That is good. That is good. <laughs> I, I don't know too many British, you know, girl groups, uh, you know, women groups. I, I would say that was, yeah. Yeah, that's I think. Why. Yeah. Spice mm-hmm. World. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm ready. This one, like, we got to get this, folks. Okay. Right. What is the common name for dried plums? Brett. <gasps> Did you say yours? No. no. A fig? Mm. Wrong. Uh. wrong, wrong. You say it again. You get to steal. The common name for dried plums. You know, listeners are like, fig is a fig, Brett. Come right. on. <laughs> it it's literally its is thing. its own thing. It's its own thing, Brett. I wasn't going to say it. Okay, I know this is wrong, but I don't have any other guess. So my guess is raisin. 
That's a dried no. grape. I figured it out. I know it. Prune. It doesn't count. It's a prune. Prune. Yes. Oh. It is a prune. I, I just thought prune juice, and I'm like, crap, it's a prune. <laughs> Sorry. Well, this is going great. That's right. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Here we go. This one's a, a famous quote. You just has to have to tell me who said it. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Brett. Yes. It's technically to win. It is technically to oh. win. Okay. That would be... The great Muhammad Ali. Yes, it is. Very good. May he rest in peace. That's right. And I'll tell you who's floating like a butterfly over here and stinging like a bee on trivia. Ooh, that means May. next time we have 150 on the table. 150 will be on the table for wow. the next person, person to, win. to win. And I'll be, of course, so thank returning. Thank you for donating your $50 you towards the pot. That's right. That's so generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I appreciate your investment into our listeners as well. There's yeah. some incredible uh, perspectives to, to take away from this podcast. And uh, I think I'm walking away with having to, to communicate a little bit better <laughs> uh, and spend a little less. Right. Oh, don't we all. And if you are listening and you are taking that step, congratulations to That's you right. from yes. LMCU. Absolutely. Come in and tell us about it. We love wedding pictures. Right? That's yeah. right. We'll 100%. sit there and look at those all day long and then maybe talk about banking. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Well, yeah. again, listeners, thank you so much for tuning into Wallet Wisdom. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you're not already. Um, if you know some people that you might think need a little bit of Wallet Wisdom in their life, uh, share it on your social platforms. Um, whatever works. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are on LinkedIn and of course, YouTube. Um, for all of our LMSU content and different things you can connect with. So uh, we will look forward to seeing you all again. Come back and see us. Yeah. That's right. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta. Thanks for listening. The information provided in this podcast by Lake Michigan Credit Union is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not LMCUs. All topics discussed are information of a general nature and do not address the circumstances of any particular individual or entity. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. As of the date of publishing and any future date this podcast is broadcast, all rates, fees, payments, or other specific figures discussed are subject to change and are dependent upon your specific financial financial situation. All loan products discussed are subject to credit and collateral approval. You alone assume the sole responsibility of evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any information or other content in the podcast before making any decisions based on such information or other content. In exchange for listening to the podcast, you agree not to hold LMCU, its affiliates, or any third-party service providers liable for any possible claim for damages arising from any decision you make based on information or other content made available to you through the podcast. For more information on any of the content discussed in this podcast, please visit LMCU. LMCU.org. Copyright Lake Michigan Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. LMCU. NMLS ID number 442967.